the therapy you need from your favorite bitches. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Bitch Therapy. Hi bitches, it's hope you're doing fucking great. Um, we are going to talk about the new year, 2024. Yeah, let's get it this new year and kick off the new year with a great start. Yes. So we are very into like astrology and I love like the Chinese calendar Mm -hmm. and apparently it is the year of the dragon and that is actually my year because I was born in the year 2000. Mm Mm-hmm. And I am actually a golden dragon, so this is supposed to be my year. However, I have mixed feelings. So usually I am not that positive of a person. People always think I'm pretty positive, but deep down inside, I'm really not. <laughs> and I don't know, this year I've been feeling very positive, but lately I've just had some things that have really been putting me down so I just want to talk to you about my new year's resolutions and cans resolutions and hopefully all of us bitches can stick this year out together and make it better than 2023. (laughs) Yeah this year we're gonna make it the best year possible and we're also gonna give you some little tips and tricks to start off the new year fresh and revived spiritually mentally and physically. Yeah. So one of my main resolutions is finding a balance between setting your boundaries and walking away from situations, things, and people that aren't resonating with you or doing you any good. Yeah, or like serving you. Or serving you. But at the same time, it's like, if you're in a situation where you kind of need to keep those people or things or jobs around for a while to stay afloat, like trying to balance things that you need to keep in your life, but then also cutting things out that you also don't need. So basically a balance between things that bother you. Yeah, because sometimes you need to cut things off in your past in order to move on in a new higher vibration life path. But other things you still have attachments to and they're still prevalent in your life. You might need to have certain people or be in certain situations for a little while longer. Maybe it's supposed to, you know, be in your life for a reason. Everyone that you come in contact with serves a purpose. Even every small thing, even a job you have for a little while, you might not like it. But, you know, you might just need to stick it out for a little while, save up some money before you can move on to your next path in your journey. Yeah. So, like, if you guys more of context i struggle with basically family friends and work right now bitches i'm not doing well right now i'm gonna be honest like it's okay this is our therapy late all yeah out it's our therapy <laughs> i'll let you guys know cam knows a little bit of this but basically like friends wise i've had friends since I was little that have recently disappointed me and I've told them not to do some things and they've still done it and it's hard to basically keep them in my life because there's certain parts of them that I really enjoy and have fun with but then there's other parts that I'm like you know the new me wouldn't accept that 
So it's very hard because you have these long connections with people and it's hard to be like, do I see them as in the gray instead of, you know, that like stereotype of people are either good or bad, you know, everybody's in the gray. So it's like, it's good to be understanding, but also like, it's hard to balance when you need to set your boundaries. And I also have that with family. Family is even more complicated because you have even more of an attachment and mm -hmm. your family, like say my mom and my sister and everybody would be like, oh, but they're family. We have to see them at Christmas. We have to see them at birthdays and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'm going to be honest. I don't care if they see this. Some of my family members are super fucked up, super toxic, and it is just so painful and hard for me to keep these connections with them even though I want to and I'm such a family person but I don't want to allow the toxic and harmful treatment in my life continue so it's hard to find a balance between that I'm trying to find a balance and also work I started paying off my college loans yeah. bitches if you're paying off your college loans I yeah, wish you fucking luck. Yeah. yeah, it's very daunting, but we all got to do it. You have to face it head on. And the faster you tackle it, the faster you'll resolve the issue. Yes. Please just yeah. try to pay it off as fast as you yeah. can. Yeah, but it's a very With stressful interest. time for us all. So it's we understand, so we feel you. We're all in the situation yeah. together. And a lot of people feel like, you know, their first or second jobs after college you kind of just take what you can get and you yeah. feel stuck in it because you're like, shit, I have to pay these bills now. And, you know, you also aren't used to the work, like a real workforce. You're not used to like the corporate world. So you're like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be valued more, if I'm supposed to be making more. Yeah, or if you I'm feel undervalued, spoiled. overworked. Yeah. And you might not be in a job that is ideal for what you want to be doing for the rest of your life. Yeah. And this society makes you think like if you question the workforce, you're spoiled. But no, you should question everything in your life, every relationship and any commitment you have in your life. You should question, is this for me? Is this benefiting me? Are the pros outweighing the cons? Think about the necessity, stuff like that. And it's just so hard because the economy now fucking sucks and everybody's just stuck in their jobs and not really having leeway of finding other things because money is just so hard right now. And exactly. And you have to think about too, like, is this job or what I'm doing right now or the path I'm on, is it going to set me up to get me where I want to go? I think it's the most important thing too. Yeah. So that's basically my New Year's resolution is – trying to figure out my worth with every aspect of my life and trying to see what is worth working on to keep it in my life mm -hmm. and the value and yeah. what to let go and being able to see if, if I let go of those things, will I be able to stay afloat emotionally mm -hmm. and financially? So that's basically mine. What is your New Year's resolution, Cam? Okay, so my resolution this year, I feel like over the last few years, I've matured a lot in the aspect of, you know, defining relationships in my life, only keeping the people in my life that, you know, are serving me in a positive way. I've gotten, I've gotten pretty good in, you know, my wiser years of maturing and cutting people off. So I don't think I have that too much to worry about this year. So I think I'm primarily going to focus on just being more disciplined in general in life and working towards my goals that will get me to where I want to be. As I said, 
previously, you know, just seeing the path I'm on and, you know, really evaluating, is this going to get me where I want to be? And I think a lot of the issue is, you know, in life when we're going through our day-to-day actions and even, you know, the jobs we apply to, the relationships with the people we have in our lives, you know, you think like, if I want to be this certain thing, you know, like if you want to you know, create content or if you want to, you know, be high up in some corporate position or do something in finance or like law or pursue any type of field, you always think, are the advancements I'm making going to get me there? And I think a big important thing we have to realize is, you know, we're all kind of just making it up as we go. We're figuring it out as we go. So we just have to trust ourselves more and really just start doing more action and just, Mm -hmm. you know, doing more things to get us there. Because if you are too afraid to never make the initiative and start putting in some action towards what you want to do, you're never going to get there. So it's just being less afraid, having the determination or not even determination, the discipline to really get going on and stay on top of shit this year. And I have to tell you guys, I've known Cam for a while now and we're best friends. I know her more than anybody. And a lot of people think she's introverted and maybe more shy. And I would have to say a personal (laughs) self growth is even having this podcast and being vulnerable and talking your shit. Yeah, and I, I think I you've really grown in that way, and especially oh, starting the you. new year, I feel like you've just gone all in, mm-hmm. and you're ready to pursue your goals. So I feel like you're on the right track in that aspect. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. No, I totally agree. I think we are getting shit done this year in the best way possible, and so I would definitely encourage all our bitches listening to go out there and get what you want this year. You know, you make know it what? happen. Just say fuck it because you know I was when I was younger I was always the person who didn't really give a fuck all the time and it really led me into a lot of trouble I would say because I was too much on the far side of like I don't give a fuck I'll say whatever I want I'll do whatever I want and then like I didn't have a lot of people that liked me and it, it hurt me in school and career wise and then I went to the total opposite side of the spectrum or I was too much people pleasing because I was like I want people like me now I want to do well and I was just living life for other people other people's expectations I got stressed based on other people's emotions and I was just not happy in myself but as long as other people are happy I let that try to fulfill me but it never fulfills you so basically this year we should all just Try to find that balance of being selfish in the most positive way of fulfilling what you want to do in life, but also try not to hurt others and still trying to be a good friend. I think basically yeah, exactly. it's all about balance. Mm-hmm. You can and that's still... always been so hard for me. It's just balance. You know? No, I understand that. And I think that's a lot of thing we go through in life, trying to find the perfect balance based on your personality type and, yeah. you know, your preferences in life. and Especially us Leos. We are yeah. like zero to 100. <laughs> I know, exactly. Like, we're so intense about everything, but in the best way possible, just because we care and we love to know that the people around us care as much as we yeah. do. So it's definitely, you know, you run into a lot of issues with a very passionate That's time. why <laughs> me and Cam, I feel like, are so close and like even before cam one of my best friends i grew up with the best friend she was a leo my other best friend was another leo and then cam's a leo like something about leos no matter what their flaws are i feel like 
our communication with each other yeah, like it's you always so reassuring. Like, lay it out on the table and be like, this is what I'm feeling. How are you feeling? Like, you want to know everything. Yeah. No, it's more like open book. Yeah, it's more open book. And, like, we'll just tell each other our morals straight off the bat. So, you yeah. know, if, it, if your friend is going to work or it's not. Exactly. And I feel like whatever sign you are, I don't want to be too into this. But, like, <laughs> basically just be transparent with everybody in your life. Like, a lot of my family is very hush-hush. So I've had to give them a awakening call and basically when I'm super upfront with them, like, okay, I respect you in this way. However, I don't appreciate when you say this or that, or you're not allowed to talk to me like this. It's a rude awakening for them because they'll be very passive aggressive or even friends would be like that, very passive aggressive. And it's like if you're all honest with your intentions with each other, there shouldn't be a problem. Because say if there's even two people who don't like each other, if you're both honest and being like, I don't see the way you see things, but we can respect each other to disagree, life would be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Like you, like I feel like once you're at peace with knowing that, knowing that you're different and that you don't agree on things, I feel like you even fight less because you're like, okay, I accept that we're both different. We don't need to agree. Yeah, completely. Like you can totally respect someone still and still love them as a person without seeing, you know, or well, you can still see their point of view, but without completely agreeing with them, you don't have to agree with someone completely. On everything. As long as that respect on whatever level you need it is still there. That's when I feel like for me, like relationships get blurred and it's like someone disrespects me or like something like that. Cause then it's like, you know, they're actually crossing a boundary that like you have already set. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, if you have open, honest communication, it's like, it's harder for those lines to get blurred and then you'll have a better, mm-hmm. more concrete friendship because like you laid out everything, how you feel, like what you expect, like how you're going to treat each other. You yeah. know what I mean? And even people that you don't really want a friendship, but you also have to see them all the time or like they're a family member or friend or sibling and like you have to be around them and you can't really just get away from them it's good to just let your feelings out be honest and stand your ground but also be respectful so don't call them names this and that just say how you feel say how they bother you and just state your boundaries okay exactly how they respond is on them but as long as you're setting your boundary, you're saying, you know what? I did whatever I can to create peace. I did whatever I can to hold my peace. So I have this respect for you that I'm telling you how I feel without being rude to you. If they be rude to you back without you being rude, that's them showing low character, low vibration. It's their fault and they can't go around talking shit unless it's lies. Okay. So basically what I'm saying is for your own peace of mind, lay it all out on the floor, be in a calm setting, try to just say only facts and calm opinions, not say any names, just try to create peace. If they don't want peace, it's on them. And then you decide, you know what, it's time I take space from you or cut myself out of your life. You have to show people that... That you're not playing around. You're not playing around and that you will just step away and not be around them. And especially as a family member being like, okay, I'm not going to come to any family functions if I'm going to be dis- disrespected. And they, trust me, it's happened to me. They start stepping in line 
after you stop showing up because then all the eyes are on that narcissistic person like, oh, you're the reason why these people aren't coming anymore and then they start acting nice. So it's just for your own peace of mind is that you're not saying anything mean and that you're just walking away and that you will you you let it know that people will only be allowed in your presence when you're shown respect. Exactly. And again, how they act and how they choose to react is on them. And your peace is all you have. So you should protect it at all costs. And you shouldn't worry about getting all worked up and, you know, disrupting your immune system and, you know, yeah. your nervous system, all that stuff, getting yourself all worked up when it's only doing a disservice to yourself. To Wait, you also about. told me before, like, that when you get like all stressed out and nervous, it takes like a certain amount of hours for you to calm yeah, down. Yeah, I think I think the number, if I'm correct, I think it was like around 17 hours. So it's like if you get your body all worked up and that stressful reaction, it takes your body almost a full day to like reset, and it really messes up that. your cortisone levels and like all that stuff that, that really like just throws your entire body oh, out of whack. Yeah. So it's like you're doing a disservice to yourself because it's is it really worth getting yourself all worked up and throwing off all your bodily functions just because of this person? No. So protect your peace. Anyway, they choose to react is on them. And also getting loud, cursing, that's not going to get your point across to them any clearer. If anything, it's going to discredit you because then they're going to have an excuse to say something about you that, you know, you were acting some type of way or coming at them some type yeah. of inappropriate way when you're just trying to communicate with them. And so, that that's exactly what I was trying to say with the trying to communicate just by facts and like soft opinions, not cursing. Exactly. So you can get your point across in a way that's not going to upset you it might upset them but their actions are not on you so you can express yourself yeah in a way that will be great for you you'll express your opinions you'll hold your boundaries and you'll feel better in the end holding yourself to your standards and not being disrespected and not allowing people in your life who disrespect you and treat you how you don't want to be treated yeah so that is definitely a thing that I've had to learn. And unfortunately with me, it started all the way, probably you too, like I've had a lot of narcissists in my life. And, you know, I've been in therapy and I've asked if I've used that term loosely. I have not, okay? <laughs> You're like, I just want to make sure I'm not throwing it around. Yeah, I want to make sure I'm not throwing it around. But no, actually a lot of people you meet are narcissists. Mm-hmm. And it's I all about recognizing it and not letting them drag you down to the depths of hell with them. Yeah, but I think it's like three out of ten people or something are narcissists. That's or crazy. Like, That's a good amount. Or like oh, four, four out of ten. It's like almost like one fourth of. I think it's like almost like one fourth of people you meet are narcissists. So like, oh my God. and I feel like this day and age with social media and everything like that, I think it's even higher of narcissistic tendencies that Probably, people because I feel like social yeah. media elevates it because you know you could post photos of yourself and have people love you and like fawn over you all and, this like, people like really that, just take all, it to all heart. this false validation, yeah, false validation it makes any person with narcissistic tendencies be even skyrocket. more of a narcissist yeah it just makes them skyrocket so it's like I was raised with a narcissist probably multiple and in my life, like, dating-wise, I've dated a narcissist. I've been friends with many narcissists. I've been bullied by narcissists. And they narcissists can really manipulate you. They're known to be very smart people, very manipulative, very selfish. 
Mm-hmm. And I've definitely had those people in my life. Campus has those people in their life. And it's hard to navigate. Yeah, because even when you recognize it, it's hard then how to navigate because anything you say, then it becomes almost like a little game. Like, all right, such I game. have to cultivate what I should say to get the reaction I want. But no matter what you say, you're probably not going to get the reaction you want. So it's like cut the game short and just cut to the chase and just cut the bullshit, honestly. Yeah, and the yeah. thing is what I've learned from a therapist is that when you're dealing with a narcissist or someone who has narcissistic tendencies, okay? you you will always end up begging for respect, mm-hmm. begging for bare minimum, okay? And you shouldn't have to beg anyone for respect. No. So if you're begging them for respect, the only way that you can dead the situation, end it, and get the only ounce of respect that you can left is by literally just cutting them out of your life because they're never going to respect you or show you respect. And if they do, it's going to be like a game to manipulate you to then get something they want. Exactly. So it's never going to be on the terms that you want. And they'll prove it to you. It will never be on your terms. It will only ever be on theirs. And that's not true respect. And I was literally just about to say that. The therapist told me, you begging for respect, all this stuff, they will manipulate you and give you whatever response that you maybe yeah, sort of wanted or want. think it's sort of close they'll just manipulate you mm-hmm. to get you back and to be like oh it's okay like they yeah. will get you to forgive them but they will always do it again because you know why because exactly. they you, don't respect you yes they don't respect you and anymore. the more you beg for it the less they will respect you. yes and you keeping them in their life shows them that it's okay to to have that behavior and the only way to stop it is to cut them out of your life and for people who have like empathy and just normal fucking people who care about others it's very hard to it's so hard cut people off and it's hard to recognize people who are narcissists but basically i hope you bitches realize that if you're begging for basic needs and basic respect they are narcissists and the only way you are going to get your needs met is, is through yourself or another person and yeah, you need to cut, cut that bitch off. off cut them off because yeah, if you keep them taking them back they will keep doing the same thing yeah. over and over it's because it's be a cycle of yeah. disrespect and it's going to be your downfall yeah they will think like okay well they took me back that time like i remember i was dating this narcissist and he told me right he was like oh like okay, well, if we get into a fight, I could just say nice things to you and you will think I'm the the best guy in the world and then it'll all be okay the next day. Exactly. So he knew what he had to do to get you back. Yeah. So every time, no matter what he did, he would just, you know, pull on the little strings he knew to get you back. Yeah. And then he thought he was playing you and it made him feel even better and it's inflated his ego yeah. even more. And it's crazy how he told me that too. I'm like, that's even more fucking degrading that you like – let your cards out like that yeah, and i was exactly. just like oh my god but he's right like he's mm-hmm. right he would pull my heartstrings be nice to me say things that mean a lot to me and then just treat me like shit a few days later like the same things the same basics i was begging for and it's really hard and it's not even just dating it's family friends there's narcissists in all forms and stay safe out there do not get your blood sucked dry Exactly. And we understand how hard it is, especially if you're an empath or just like Lissa said, a nice, normal human being that cares about the people that are in their life. It is super hard to cut someone off, especially even after you realize they might be a narcissist because then it like will make you backtrack and think back to every interaction you've had with them and kind of pick it apart. So don't 
you know, go crazy over it. Don't run yourself ragged over it and, you know, get yourself all worked up over it. What you have to do is even if it's hard to cut them off, you have to work towards whatever things you need to to cut them off. Pick up a new hobby. Try to make new friends. Listen, there are billions of people on this earth. If someone's not meant for you, there will be someone else that is meant for you, whether it's a friend, a romantic relationship, someone else that you're close to, even if you just want like another, you know, acquaintance, if someone, you know, you just see them passing or like at a club sometime, yeah. you know, you realize they're a narcissist, they're not good to have in your life. You could just make a new friend of any form. So don't worry about it. And remember, you are your own best friend as well. So get some hobbies, work on yourself. Yeah. Maybe it's time for you to do some self-work and that person that you were putting all your energy into the narcissist that was sucking you dry you need to maybe take some time work on yourself and Shadow cutting work. them out of your life yeah it could be the best thing for you yeah cutting them out is so hard and I remember when I was dating a narcissist like cutting them out was like I literally it's say to this day to like was the hardest thing in my life and I've been through like really hard shit and I know people have had worse experiences in me but i've been through some like but everyone's gone through their own like turmoil yeah like, everybody everybody goes through turmoil and like some shit i've gone through would would literally cause some people to end it all but i went through it but like still i think cutting the narcissist off was like almost even harder because it's like so much of the manipulation stays with you for months and years and it's just so difficult but what really helped me was shadow work. I went on YouTube. I looked up how to do shadow work. Basically, it's like you get a journal and you write some of the most traumatizing things or things that are making you upset. And then you ask yourself, you're like, why did I act like this? Why did it hurt me? Why was I so triggered by this? And then you answer it yourself, right? You write down. And you're like, okay, I was triggered by this because this happened before. A lot of the times it's when you're really in turmoil, it's because it's a repetitive instance that has happened. Mm -hmm. So you've been disrespected in a certain way. It's like, I'm so upset now because it happened to me so many times before in different forms, different people. And you could go into your past and be like, okay, I kept taking toxic people back because I grew up with a toxic person that I always had to forgive and I was always forced to have around. And you need to accept that. But a lot of things is women are very prone to shaming themselves. And bitches, do not shame yourself. No, I'm so against that. Don't yourself. shame yourself. You have to forgive yourself. Understand yourself and be like, I'll be like, Alyssa, I forgive you. I forgive you for acting like this. It's okay. You're okay. Life goes on. Let's accept this and now let's work on it. And then you work on that issue, that emotional feeling, and you just try to be aware of it in the future and not be bitter about it, but just work on it so it doesn't happen again, basically. Exactly. I think that was one of the biggest things that you mentioned, like with the shadow work that especially helped me too. Like when you told me about it specifically that helped me was you were like right down like for yourself, write down things about yourself to forgive and also write down like other people to forgive because it's like that's how you're able to move on from a situation because you have to realize like also any way that someone's treating you, like if a narcissist is treating you a certain way and it's affecting you so deeply, the way they're treating you isn't a reflection of you or who you are as a person. It's a reflection of them because Damn, people really will is. treat you how they feel about themselves. Mm -hmm. If they don't really care deep down, if they're hiding a lot about themselves, if they feel terrible deep down, they're not going to treat the people around them very well either. 
So just try to keep that in mind and really work through that as well. Like, you know, forgive the people in your past that have wronged you. Forgive, you know, anyone in your family that you feel like hasn't been there for you or has wronged you in any way. And just, you know, forgive yourself too for anything, you know, that you might have done that you didn't know at the time, like how bad it was or anything like that. Because everything in this life has redemption and you could always move on from anything and get through anything so it's a matter of the work you put in and just about moving through those feelings and able to overcome them to have more positive perceptions of the future yeah and remember forgiveness is not just for other people it's for yourself and yeah it's for yourself too also like another thing like to go off what cam said is that the people who have mostly wronged you i bet you at least 80 percent of the time it's clear for you to see that they fucking hate themselves. They hate their lives. They're miserable fucking bitches, okay? And the the other 20% of the narcissist just are really good at fucking hiding it. Exactly. And you have to also forgive yourself for, like, letting them into your life. Because you might be mad, like, oh, how come I didn't see it? Or, like, how did I not notice this sooner? Like, I've been repeating old patterns with this person. But... You can't blame yourself because if you blame yourself, you're still going to be holding on to that deep, like dark, like ball of anger, like those negative feelings. So I feel like to truly be free and let go, it's also about letting go of like any of that negative energy that's still held towards a situation. Like Just being different about it. Like it happened. It is what it is. And the only way you can move forward is just being an elevated version of yourself and just learning from your mistakes, proceeding into the future with upholding your standards. And that's how you're going to be that bitch, just upholding your standards, knowing that you can achieve anything you want. And, you know, you're that girl. You can get it done. And you're not defined by anyone else's perception of yourself. You're only defined by your own perception of yourself. And also women, I feel like, are conditioned to have self-blame. Like, they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, we blame ourselves for everything. Yeah. Even when other people wrong us, we blame ourselves. How is that your fault? That's someone else's shitty. That's I want I want to say one thing. So basically women will be like, oh, you got sexually harassed at work. Maybe your one shoulder should, like maybe your shirt should have been sliding off your one shoulder. Okay. Or maybe, no, those, ridiculous. Or maybe those ripped jeans shouldn't have been showing your kneecap. But, like, like, those are just minor examples, but basically what I'm saying is, honestly, listening to true crime (laughs) has helped (laughs) me a lot. Oh, my God, I feel like that would terrify me. No, it helps me so much. And they always say, like, what is it between women and true crime? I don't really know, but it has helped me a lot because I will get into it in another episode, but I've had an instance that really has bothered me, and I've thought about it many, many times. It was sexual assault. And I was like, maybe if I just noticed the red flags earlier, maybe if I wasn't, you know, wearing tight jeans, this wouldn't have happened. No, 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 no. There is no self-blame. He did something wrong. There is nothing that encourages somebody to do you self-harm. There is nothing, nothing that causes somebody to sexually assault you to murder you to hurt you you know and that's where true crime like listening to it really helped me because i listened to the morbid podcast shout out love them they really show compassion for the victims and a lot of times even the moms will like of the victims will feel bad and be like oh my god i wish i didn't let my daughter 
walk our dog at 7 a.m. in the daylight around our block. Yeah, but it's like, how could you know? It's so sad, those stories like that, you know? Exactly. But it's it's not the mom's fault. And it's no. not the daughter's fault for taking her golden retriever out on a walk in her own block and getting kidnapped and killed. Literally. Like, it's, it's not the w- women's fault. It's those men and those sick people who do the wrong actions. It's their fault completely because you should 100%. be able to do basic things in your life. Yeah, not have to live in fear and be yeah, worried about You it. shouldn't have to be living in fear because that is being like literally put down and you're being afraid and it's just it's taking away your rights of being a fucking human. Yeah. You know, so it's like women should not feel bad for being our a human you know and it's just like that's another thing i've been dealing with and i'm trying to deal with now this year is just realizing that like i need to live my life and if something bad happens it's not based on me it's based on that bad person yeah don't feel guilty to be you yeah i have never fucking seen a guy walking shirtless around the block and be like oh i want to kidnap him or like i'm gonna do something bad you know what i mean like i've never had that self-harm or like these men have like these rapey feelings all the time or like these like harmful feelings like these sick people like don't blame yourself women and i know a lot of women have gone through fucked up shit and i just want to let you know there is nothing you could have done differently because you know what we get fucking harassed and manipulated and hurt even just for existing just for existing even even when we're doing things quote unquote the right way like you just can't avoid certain things and i just wish the best for all of you and i'll have your back and i'll attack anybody who fucks with you okay yeah. <laughs> we got your back here on bitches bitch therapy okay stick together yeah bitches gotta stick together so to end this segment on a positive note Here is one thing for the new year that we want all our bitches to try. So I've been seeing this everywhere. It's rejection therapy. So what we want you guys to try to do is just put yourself out there. Try everything this year. I saw a video of a girl and she tried rejection therapy. She applied to all these great schools she wanted to get into. She ended up getting into an Ivy League school she didn't even think she can get into. And she just applied. She just said, fuck it. And just went across the wall. And just she ended up getting in. And now she's living her dream. So whether it be applying for your dream job, reaching out to a mentor, online, even just finding a brand you love and emailing them that you want to work with, or, you know, even if you just see someone online you want to be friends with, like, don't be afraid to reach out. We are in the modern age of technology. We have, you know, such an abundance of resources that are available to us to really reach our goals. So just get out there, put yourselves out there, and go get what's meant for you this year. You got it, bitches. I believe in you. We believe in you. We believe in you. So let's have a beautiful, happy, healthy new year. Happy 2024, year of the dragon. We are all going into our dragon, feminine, goddess energy. And we're going to fucking kill it. Okay? And fucking punch bitches in our way. (laughs) All right. Let's get it this year. Bye, bitches. Bye, bitches. Love you. Thank you.